0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast We have a great episode for you guys today, episode 11 We're going to start off with a brief recap of our ranking segment from last episode We're then going to do the classic best of the internet, we always, as we always do We're going to finish off the podcast with our NFL Wild Card weekend gambling picks Great episode for you guys coming up, let's go <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Today is Saturday, January fifteenth. You're going to be hearing this Saturday morning before the game starts, so don't worry about getting the picks in in time. You'll certainly be able to do it. Sammy, uh, how are you doing, buddy? Any, any words to start off the podcast?
1: Uh, not really. I'm a little disappointed this morning. Actually, after the previous episode, that that's a word I'd say: disappointed, upset. I'm excited for this episode, excited to talk about the playoffs later on and best the internet's return But very disappointed about the results from our last ranking segment Uh, Going into the poll on the Instagram story, I was pretty confident that people would agree with me Uh, But apparently not, apparently my list sucked Uh, Apparently both of our lists sucked, but apparently mine sucked more So that's all I have to say about that for now
0: Well, you can speak for yourself on both lists sucking, Sammy. So for those of you who forget, uh, two weeks ago, we did a ranking of the top Pixar Disney animated movies over the past 20 years, 21st century. And I won that poll 75-25. So killed him there. And then for those of you listening to the last podcast, I was very worried about this poll. I was concerned that I would get hammered by Sammy. My picks wouldn't be good enough. Well that was not the case. We put up separate polls for the list of top 15 songs and then the albums and then we had one kind of final poll that was who did a better job overall. So I won the top 15 songs poll 74-26. I won the albums ranked poll 68-32 and I won the better job overall poll 75-25. So it's absolutely demolished Sammy. I think it's important if we take a quick look at the last poll in particular we look at who voted for Sammy. We have uh, two people, two of our friends from our grade, as two of the votes. The other two votes are Sammy and his girlfriend. Well, so I'd like to say that
1: two of your votes are also you and Trixie, so that really doesn't make a difference. Does but it? I
0: also had many other votes supporting me. Yes, because like you take I only away got the, two legitimate take, votes.
1: If you take away the two votes from each of us, then it's still the same ratio, I believe. Actually, no, it'd be, it'd
0: be worse for you.
1: Whatever I got smoked, I understand, but I'd like to say that people also swiped up on the story, saying that both of our lists were terrible. So let's not pretend like either of us did really well here. That's
0: actually not true. So our it good is friend, definitely true. Okay, our good friend Andres swiped up, said that both of our lists were trash. Understandable, it's his opinion. Because of that, and he didn't love our our picks from last week either. Because of that, we've invited Andres onto the podcast. So next week for our ranking segment. He will be participating in the rankings. We'll pick a new topic. He'll give us his own list. And he'll also give us his thoughts on the Kanye rankings. So we'll hear his opinion as well. Looking forward to that. Our first official guest. I also had a discussion with uh, Atticus, our good friend Atticus, uh, about the lists. He did not love our albums list. He said that it should have been uh, My Beautiful artists of Fantasy 1, Graduation 2, College okay, Dropout basically 3, me. That's basically Life me. of Pablo 4, Like to mine. he voted for me though. He voted for me in the poll. Well, my albums
1: list was much closer to what you just said, so I don't know why he voted for you. Uh, See, this shows there's a bias over here.
0: I don't. I don't think so. I I had graduation,
1: dark Twisted fantasy one and two. I had late registration five. I had life of Pablo three. That's way closer. But he had
0: college dropout three, and you had it like eighth. So you? I
1: listened to. I listened to some songs from college dropout. I don't think it's that good. I'm
0: sorry. Clearly, Sammy, the people disagree. The people the disagree wire, with you.
1: The song you put number one through the wire. I listen to it. It's just not a good song, and I wouldn't Sammy, even put it. Sammy, I wouldn't put it anywhere near this? the top fifteen.
0: You keep saying this, Sammy, and yet I put it number one, and I won the poll seventy four twenty six. So clearly, okay, you're not in the majority with that opinion.
1: If you are not a kanye fan and you're listening to this podcast just go in and tune into through the wire
0: and tell me if you think it's a good song everyone knows that song everyone knows that song it's a really good song he doesn't that's why i won the poll
1: it's not catchy at all just him like talking
0: do you understand do you understand what like what happened with it though
1: what what happened he
0: was in a near fatal car crash two weeks before recording that song i don't jaw his jaw was wired shut he wrote and recorded the song with his jaw wired shut and it's okay. about, like, it's about his mortality, the beginning, about, like, I wonder how my girl felt in the hospital, like, same I'm hospital, not judge- Biggie Smalls died. I'm not judging songs based off
1: backstory, dude. I'm judging the song based off how good the actual song is. I, I,
0: don't mean, I don't mean backstory, I just mean, first of all, I think it's important to know the backstory, to have some context, but aside from that, just the themes of the song, about how he almost dies, he almost dies in 2003, before any of his career even happens, right? And so... Looking back at that, I think gives you important knowledge of the song and the themes that are expressed in the song itself. On a side note, uh, yesterday I saw a
1: news story. Kanye West is being charged with aggravated battery don't for. Well, that's one of the best po- internet so don't, talk that. About
0: don't talk about it. Don't talk about it.
1: That's one of your best internet don't segments? Don't talk about it. Don't talk I about it. apologize. Well, I almost just ruined Chris's little moment there. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Chris, why don't we move on from Kanye West since we're also going to beat this topic to death?
0: I also I wanted to uh, to quickly add, uh, Farhan pointed out that uh, it was absurd that we didn't include Bound Two on our list, what and looking back, that was a huge oversight on my part. I What's Bound Two? Bound Two. It's in Yeezus It's uh, the Bound to Falling in Love. That song. Thank you, Chris. Do you want to sing the whole song for me? Go. Uh, no, I don't. But that's the song. It's it's very good, and it certainly should have been on top fifteen. So I apologize for missing that one.
1: Uh, I still wouldn't be on my top fifteen. Thank you, Farhan, though.
0: Well, clearly, we all know that your top fifteen is dog shit based on the uh, the polls.
1: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I still stand by the fact that my list is much better because I listened to some of the songs on Chris's list and I just don't like them. But that's okay. You
0: stand. You stand by your list being much better despite the evidence that has been put out. Andrew Kalish, who uh, we both know from soccer. Yeah, I know he, Andrew. He Andrew, if you're listening question, to this, I don't like you. So on on the which you all should have seen this because you all went the Instagram and voted on this. I don't think anybody who
1: voted on that thing. Actually, listens to the podcast.
0: Yeah, probably not there. to be honest. But whatever. Um, on the on the on the poll on the final poll, it said there's a question box like, what was our worst mistake? What was our worst pick on the list? And Andrew Kalish responded, uh, letting Sammy on the podcast.
1: How about this? I'm gonna say so. this.
0: Uh, the code word of the day is a
1: pineapple. If any of my friends text me pineapple, I will Venmo you
0: $5. You know, that's, that's such a fact. That's such a fact. If anyone listening to this podcast, aside from my aside mom. from your mom and probably Trixie. If anyone's,
1: actually listen- if
0: anyone's listening to this podcast right now, you text me pineapple. I won't send you $5. That's too much money. I'll, I'll send you maybe $2. I'll
1: say $5. So I'm pretty confident nobody's going to text either of us pineapple.
0: Yeah, you know, we'll split it. We'll split it. We'll, bo- we'll both send you like 250 each.
1: How about that? How- we should do that. Each like episode, we should have a code word somewhere hidden within the podcast. And Until if somebody- someone actually
0: texts it to us. And if somebody actually texts it to us, we with them money. Maybe that'll get people deal. to watch it. Deal. You know what though? You know what though? I'm not going to it shouldn't be this episode. We should, Wait, no, no, we should no. just like No, no, it should be the f- it should
1: be like from now on, it should be the first one to text us pineapple wins $5.
0: Yeah, deal. Deal. First one texts us- first person text us pineapple starting when this drops Saturday morning gets five bucks perfect there it is we'll do a code word every episode that that sounds like too much money to give out because once because one, if we if we nobody's if we gonna text gonna, us chris no i'm just saying no because eventually someone's going to figure out what's going on and then they would just text it every episode they go back and like so i think that i think okay if do somebody code if somebody actually goes back
1: to every single one of our episodes and like listens to it all the way looking for the code word and then i'll venmo them some money no
0: so i think we'll do pineapple now once someone says pineapple, in a later episode, we'll just drop a code word right in the middle with, like, no context, no warning, and then we'll do it again.
1: Perfect. All right, maybe this will motivate people to listen to Have you actually looked up how many people listen to an episode?
0: Uh, I have. I can't share that on the podcast, though, because it would uh, influence our ads. Can you just tell me now and cut it out? Uh, like, a million, maybe? Can you just
1: tell me how many actually? I like,
0: think, like, I think not that many. I think, like... Thirty to thirty-five. Per that's
1: episode. still a lot, though.
0: Yeah. Also, I think that like thirty um, to thirty-five
1: people. That's like a decent number.
0: I'm gonna do an Instagram post for this episode, and you're gonna pay me thirty dollars, and we're gonna promote it on Instagram.
1: How? Why does that require money? Because
0: you promote it on Instagram. Like you pay Instagram to put it in like ads and stuff. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. That feels like an easy way to get to get hits.
1: Oh boy. Fine, I'll with you thirty dollars for that. All right, can we go back to the podcast, please?
0: Absolutely. Okay, so that was our rankings recap. Just, just long story short, do we count all three of those polls as three separate polls, or is it just one poll? I lost all of them, so it doesn't matter. I think it should be two. No, it's one. No, it should be two because I beat you in the album. Stop it. In the albums and the songs.
1: No, the poll should have been who did better overall, this or this, and that was the poll.
0: I, I beat you in both aspects You're of up to the zero.
1: You are up 2-0. Let it die. All right. Okay,
0: fair. Okay, yeah, so for those of you, you know, too long didn't read, I'm up 2-0 on Sammy, two dominating performances. I hope you can uh, step it up next week, Sammy.
1: I'll beat you next week. Don't worry.
0: All right, let's move on to best of the internet after this short
1: break. Correct? Is there Why a short were you break? A short, we're not doing a short break right now.
0: We're not doing a short like break? We're like 10 minutes in.
1: I thought we'd do a short break after every segment.
0: No, usually the first segment's short, so we just let that roll right into the next segment. And then well, we do why do we even do between... a short
1: break? Like, what even is the short break? It's just so like that music. I can
0: like, get up and stretch and get water and stuff. And eventually, we'll put ads there.
1: Eventually, when we okay, fine, yeah, all right, let's just move right on to best the internet, uh, Christopher. How many
0: segments do you have for us today? I have, I have, one. I have, I have three, and they're all they're all fairly short. All right, I'll go first. No, let me go first. I have a brief update on a previous Best of the Internet story.
1: Oh, boy. Wait, I think I saw this one. Go.
0: Is the Djokovic one? Yeah. Yeah, so brief update for all, all the listeners. So after our last podcast, uh, Djokovic was allowed to stay in the country because a judge ruled his favor because, uh, because of a procedural error. Basically, they, the judge ruled the government had not given Djokovic enough time to... Uh, meet with his lawyers to fight the charge, not charge, but just to, to to fight the cancellation of the vaccine, or uh, the visa. So that's why he was allowed to stay in the country over the past week or so. But today, his visa has been revoked for a second time. Uh, and he's, he's, he's expected to appeal this ruling. But he now faces deportation again. And the tournament starts on Monday. So not really a ton of time left for him to work this out. Basically, the immigration minister, Alex Hawke, used his ministerial discretion to cancel the visa on public interest grounds. And Joe's lawyer, Nick Wood, believes that the appeal will be heard on Sunday and he will be reinstated so he can play uh, Monday morning. That's what the lawyer believes. Obviously, he's going to say that he thinks he's going to win the case, but kind of who knows here. Um, Deportation from Australia can lead to a three-year ban from the country. Although it seems likely they would waive that in this case, because it was not necessarily like trying to like immigrate illegally, it was more just a, a mix-up with the visas. So I doubt he'd be banned for three years. That feels excessive. And Djokovic's main ground of appeal against the decision was that it was not based on the health risk the tennis champion might pose by not being vaccinated, but how he might be perceived by anti-vaxxers. And I don't really know what to think about this. I feel like I was far more negative on Djokovic last time we talked about this, and I still am. I still think that it's dumb he's not va- he's not vaccinated. But now it does seem like like uh, Ethan Hawk here is, is or sorry Alex Hawk here is uh, kind of succumbing to public pressure a little bit in a way because where the tournament is held in Victoria, Australia, and they've really been absolutely hammered by COVID. They're going through a surge right now. And a lot of people are kind of fed up because of the very oppressive COVID measures they've gone through over the past several years, being pretty much locked down again right now, which obviously we all went through in 2020, and I would hate to go through that again. And these people are 90% vaccinated. They just want to be done with COVID. And so I think that They're all very upset because they feel like this guy is getting a free pass when they're not. So I understand them being angry as well. But also, I feel like as a government official, you shouldn't be giving in to public pressure like that. But either way, I don't know. I don't really have a super strong opinion on this anymore. The appeal will be heard on Sunday probably, and it remains to be seen if he'll be allowed to play in the tournament when that happens starting Monday.
1: Honestly... This whole situation is so stupid. In my opinion, at this point just let him play. Honestly, I he does not in my opinion, he does not pose a public health threat. He had coronavirus in December and he recovered from it, which means he has the antibodies. And if we're going antibodies, antibodies, and if we're going to be honest here, recovering from COVID a month ago and having the antibodies is a much better form of protection against coronavirus than the actual vaccine is. I don't want to get into like a medical political thing here, but we've seen that the vaccine isn't really that effective for the Omicron variant. So I think recovering from COVID a month ago actually gives you the antibodies, which are definitely better right now than the vaccine. So if anything, he's less of a public health threat than other people.
0: Also, I think part of the issue as well is that it seems like on his immigration form, he said he had not traveled in the past 14 days before arriving in Australia, but he was seen in... Like Dubai and Spain and just different places in the past 14 days. So it seems like he just lied about that. I feel like that's one which of those forms where it just
1: like asks you all those questions and like a travel form and you're just like, no, 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 no. And you don't even look at it. You've done that.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that I think that would work for one of us because we're not public figures who are photographed different places. When you're a celebrity. Speak for yourself. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a public figure who's photographed everywhere I go. So that would work for me when you're a celebrity like novak djokovic or like you i guess if you're going to be going to different countries the two weeks before you go to the open and you're photographed those places it feels it just feels stupid to lie about that on your form because it can be so easily checked
1: yes i agree i don't know i feel at this point he's in the country he got COVID a month ago just let the man play he's not a yeah, public I mean, health threat we'll figure it out they'll the only figure reason... it out
0: and Whatever. i ultimately don't care that much because i don't care about tennis really
1: okay that's great that's, that's the way to end it right there. Christine yep. doesn't care about tennis. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me move on to my first segment of the day. Thank you for that. Uh, this one's quite interesting, actually. So, there's a new revolution going on in this country, Chris. Are you ready for it? Uh, we are potty training cows. Now, this is not a joke, and this actually has great, great environmental upside. So... When I say potty training a cow, I don't mean we're, like, teaching a cow to, like, sit on a toilet and pee in a toilet. Uh, So the way this works, there's, like, a designated, like, imagine, like, a small little, like, three foot by three foot, like, turf pad. And, like, the cows, like, pee on the turf pad and poo on the turf pad. And, like, the pee goes, like, down and it can be collected. So it's not a toilet, it's just, like, a little area where, like, all the cows are designated to pee. Cows haven't really and thought to be very smart animals. I feel like a lot of people would be like disturbed if they are like smart animals and that we're just killing millions of them every year, but that's a different conversation. Uh, But they actually have, they have learned to be potty trained. So now in certain, this is not going on in many places. It's just, it's very isolated right now. But in this guy's farm, he's potty trained all his young cows. So now whenever they have to pee or poo, they just go to this little area indoors, pee, the pee gets collected, poo, the poo gets collected. And you might be asking, who cares? Like, why can't the cow just pee outside? Chris, are you wondering why can't the cow just pee outside?
0: I am wondering that. Oh, th- I I do think I know, but I'm wondering just for your segment.
1: Yes. Well, give me why you think.
0: Isn't it like? Don't they emit methane when they when they go to the bathroom and that yes. is bad for the environment?
1: Yes. So the combination of pee and poo from cows uh, puts a lot of nitrous oxide in the environment, uh, and it's actually terrible for the environment. Obviously. And studies show that capturing 80% of cow urine worldwide would lead to a 56% reduction in ammonia emissions. Uh, and in Europe alone, about 50% of ammonia emissions comes from just cows. So it's, it's a problem. It's a little bit of a problem. And we all know that greenhouse gases are terrible for the environment. So people are saying if we actually teach all cows in this world to pee and poo in these designated areas and we can collect the urine and like, do away with it in an environmentally friendly way... This could be huge steps in climate change. Uh, now, obviously, it's a little bit funny because you're just teaching cow... You're, like, potty-training cows, but at the same time, it's a great idea because it will reduce greenhouse gases and be better for our environment. Now, there's a couple of fun stats here. First of all, cows pee up to eight gallons a day, which is a lot. It's a lot. It's a yeah, lot I, of urine. Exactly. That's exactly... It's a lot of urine. And also, cows... This is the funniest stat. Cows, young cows, have proven easier to potty train than uh, humans which is weird which is weird yeah Ah. Mm. young cows are are easier to young cows are easier to potty train than like human babies which i find quite interesting and after like reading this article i watched some of the videos of the cows like going into the place to pee and i kind of felt bad for the cows because we kill so many of them and they're over here just like doing really smart things but that's a different conversation
0: i don't know yeah well i will say I i think the future of that is uh they're going to figure out how to grow the beef in a lab and that's going to take over what yeah they can already they can already do that it's just super expensive but so instead of and it's not like the impossible burgers which is just like plant-based meat which i think is kind of crazy and if you look at the actual ingredients in those they're pretty gross but when they figure out how to s- affect a- a- when they figure out how to efficiently and kind of effectively grow the meat in a lab, it'll be the same thing as cow meat, right? Like, it'll be, it'll be beef or steak. It'll taste the same, but it won't actually come from a cow, which obviously is more humane. And then these cows can... There won't be so many of them just in the world polluting us, polluting the planet.
1: Uh Yeah, interesting. Uh, I, I've had this, like, working theory that's, like, kind of stupid. You know, that, like, when you... F- you know that you eat crab like a lot of people eat crab claws. Yes. For stone crabs, when you eat the crab claws, they actually don't kill the crab. They actually just like remove its arms and throw it back in the ocean, and it regrows its arms in like a few weeks. Does
0: it survive the few weeks in the ocean? With yeah, your definitely. Arms? It just
1: goes back to the bottom and regrows its claws, and then it just like it's just a circle. I'm so like, surprised what if, that it
0: can survive for three weeks with no arms.
1: So what if we can like find a way to like make cows like regrow
0: their limbs and like we can like do like a humane. But you don't eat the you don't eat the limbs of the cow. You eat the the torso. No, you don't you eat the legs? I don't. I don't
1: think so. What if we like find like a way to, like the cows like regrow their muscle and stuff, and like we can find like a humane way that doesn't hurt to like take it off and like farm them? Like, no, that's impossible, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, because you, you, that, no, that was really dumb. I, that was, that was. Yeah. no, I just you...
1: I've just been really fascinated by the crabs who, like, regrow their crab legs and they just take them off and throw them back in. Like, like that lizards? Really, I don't know. It, like, fascinated me that, like, you're eating crab legs. You're like, oh, we killed crabs. Like, no, they just, like, take the legs off of it and then just throw it back in. Like, obviously, this Although, isn't the case. That's not the case for all crabs. But it Yeah, I was going to say, because stone... people eat the other kind of. This is just for, like, stone crab legs, I think. It's a very specific type of crab. Sammy, Sammy. Yeah. Why is the dog barking? Can you hear Jorge? Is that is that yes, very loud? Yes, I can. I can. I don't know what you want me to say. Is there a door you can close? I mean, the door is already closed. That's how sad it is. One second. Jorge's a vicious man. All right, he's done.
0: Good, good. Okay.
1: Back okay, I feel like we've dragged this segment on a little too much. But in conclusion, uh, greenhouse gases, big problem for the environment. Uh, cows poop and cows pee are big contributors to that problem. And so these people are now potty training these cows so they can collect their urine and their poop and they can do it in, like, a environmental-friendly fashion and get rid of it in a good way. And these cows just, like, walk into this, like, little toilet room, do their thing, and leave. And they're actually easier to potty train than humans. So that is the segment, and thank you all for listening. Good stuff, Sammy.
0: Thank you. Okay, my next segment is about... You know what? I'll say that for last. My next segment, like Sammy said, is about Kanye West... Very very interesting night for him yesterday. So he was at this starts um late late night late last night or late uh. Back it up. Yo, good start to your segment. This starts late the night of the twelfth, so Tuesday night in LA there was a video emerged of Floyd Mayweather, Antonio Brown, Kanye West, Julia Fox, Jason Lee, and Madonna, all in a room together, listening to a Drake song, listening to a Drake bonus song from 2013, uh, called Come Through, which is a good song, I guess, I don't, but they were they were all together, very strange group of individuals. Like Antonio Brown, especially like he he abandoned the, the team like a week and a half ago, and now is just chilling in L.A. with Floyd Mayweather and uh, Antonio or Floyd Mayweather and Madonna and Julia Fox and Kanye, just very odd altogether. I don't really understand like how does this happen? I mean, how do they all end up in the same place? listening to Drake songs at four in the morning.
1: I thought this was related to the Kanye West punching segment. It is, it is. Just oh, so this, this comes
0: full circle? Answer my question.
1: Uh, I don't know. Antonio Brown's been doing a lot of weird things since he left the Buccaneers. Uh, he was caught in New York City filming a music video for his... Have you listened to Antonio Brown's new song? I have, it slaps. It's actually a good song. So he was found in New York filming a music video. He was found courtside at the Nets game. He went down to his mansion in Florida for a little bit. So after leaving the team, he seems to be doing alright. He's doing a lot of things. So uh, it actually doesn't surprise me. I don't think you could tell me like one place in the world where Antonio Brown would be and I'd be like, Whoa, that's there's no way. Like yeah, he's actually, just like, one of, very, he's, like yeah, one, one of those people that could be anywhere. He's like one of those guys that could he could be anywhere. I yeah,
0: I agree, except that Wait, who was in the room him? Who was he with? Madonna? Madonna, Floyd Mayweather, Kanye West, Julia Fox, and Jason Lee. Who, I guess, he's from Hollywood Unlocked. I guess it's a a show. I don't know. I don't really know who he is. But, like, it's it's a very odd combination of people. Like, Madonna being there with Kanye and Floyd Mayweather, just how how does that happen? How do they interact with each other?
1: I don't know. I feel like Antonio Brown and Floyd Mayweather would actually... Get along pretty well, I but, feel also, like, but also also listen a to we- Drake factor because don't, don't
0: Kanye and Drake have a little beef going on? I, I think oh, they, they, they had a the concert beef. together. So, they squashed yeah. their beef. Uh, still, it's a weird choice, right? Why listen to Kanye? Kanye so you want like, to listen to his music?
1: Do you want to like sit in on that episode, sit in on that meeting, and just like listen to what they're talking about?
0: Yeah, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If I could just if I could just sit in the corner of that room and listen to what's going on, absolutely. I would Who's do it. Julia Lee? what Would you say Jason Lee? Jason are- Jason Lee. Um, who's from some show, I guess, Hollywood Unlocked. And then Julia Fox, who is the, is Kanye's, like, sort of girlfriend, I guess. I don't know. It's the weird thing that's going on with them.
1: All right, that's a weird thing. Why is this news, Chris?
0: That's not only really news, it's just interesting. And then, and then, <laughs> after the listening party, Kanye allegedly punched someone, punched a fan in the face at, like, three in the morning, local time after being asked for an autograph. And video emerged, it didn't include the punch, but it included Kanye yelling at someone. Yelling, uh, did y'all say that or not? Did y'all say that or not? Just kind of screaming, very aggressive. And he's now being investigated for uh, battery. So not great for him, a little bit confusing. Kanye obviously, the Kim breakup that happened like couple months ago last year so that's i'm sure that was tough for him he's now kind of trying to rebound with julia fox although it seems like most people think it's just a desperate bid for attention he bought the house next to kim's i don't know i feel like uh he's not in the greatest power right now sammy uh
1: i'm just like, thinking about this actually the madonna thing's weird like you you wouldn't think madonna would be like friends with like these rappers but it's, it's weird cause she was like a pop star and like she's well famous but she for is kind of like a mega people. star
0: from the 90s. Yes,
1: but like she's like performed with like Migos in the past. Like she's performed with Drake, like now she's with Kanye West and Tonya Brown. So she, I don't know, she's like not like one of these like old like pop singers that like is just friends with old people. Like she's very much like into like the modern like rap game and she's like friends with all of them, which is quite odd in my opinion, but good for her, I guess. Uh I don't know, Kanye West, I'm not surprised that he punched somebody. Am I supposed to be surprised by that? I mean, I feel like it's the least crazy thing he's done in the last year
0: we know he's not I'm a really... little surprised like physical assault that kind of crossed the line a little bit i mean at this
1: point what is there to expect from kanye west he's in a bad place in his life right now i think we all know that so he he's struggling i'm curious what the fan could have said or done to make kanye punch him
0: uh just ask for an autograph
1: Flipped i, I think i'm pretty sure there was something else there than just
0: asking for an autograph we'll see I have, no I have know. no you idea You never know you never know sammy
1: all right thank you for this wonderful story chris is he Welcome. gonna be? Uh, there's no jail time he's facing here, right? Maximum sentence of two months, but I doubt he'll actually. Yeah, there's no him. way he gets two months, right? Yeah. Imagine Kanye West in prison for two months with like that would other be crazy. with like it's, other yeah, it's not gonna happen
0: That's with like other happen. prisoners. Imagine what they they would just assault him in there. No, because he wouldn't be in one of those. Like he would, he'd be in a in a different section from the like murderers and stuff. Like they don't, they don't, they don't stick the people who are there for two months for battery in the maximum security prisons with, I never like, maximum. the actual okay. psychopaths fair enough alright that was quite a segment do you have one more for us after this? I do
1: let me go first though I have one uh, alright this one is my new story of the week uh, this gets into more like okay. it, not really it's like a joke but it gets into like politics too uh, as you know Hamas, Israel that's a whole problem right?
0: yikes Sammy yikes but it's Come not about a that
1: it's not about that I know that's a bad start
0: but it's you're not you're the anti one here
1: no, I know, but it's not political at all, I promise. It's just, I had to br- bring that up. So Hamas accuses Israel of deploying killer Zionist dolphins near Gaza. So this is not a joke. They're killing what? Whoa, 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 whoa. thanks for listening. Hamas accuses Israel of deploying killer Zionist dolphins near Gaza. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's the response to that segment, okay. So just, I'm not even going to read this article, I'm just going to give... Try to speak on this from the from the brain. Uh, so Hamas is accusing Israel of militarily arming dolphins uh, and putting stuff on their like snouts and on their body to use in like a military fashion. Now this is mostly considered espionage. Hamas is accusing Israel of putting like camera and like microphones in the dolphins and like sending like the dolphins what? like into like the coast like where they're like hiding. I don't even know what to say about this. It's a little weird. The, the article itself doesn't give much information on how these dolphins would be utilized in a military fashion, but apparently Hamas captured a dolphin. They captured a dolphin and it had military equipment on it. It had like, it actually had like a spear connected to its nose, like on like a harness and it had oh, like- it ca- wasn't
0: a narwhal? No,
1: it had like cameras on it too. Is and it now, like, did they
0: actually capture this or are they just saying they caught this? This guy is saying they caught this. I, I don't trust this guy. Let me gonna shoot up with you. I just like looking at the video, the background, the military. I just don't trust it, even the tiniest bit. Everybody listen.
1: That's him accusing. I know this it's not in non-English. English. I know it's but him accusing the, the Israelites of putting military equipment on their dolphins. Uh, now here, this I'm, is I'm what it looks like. I'm to see
0: like. pictures and video of this to even believe it. And even in that case, I might think it's just fake.
1: Look. Wait, let me show it to you. Do you see? This is what it looks like. Wait. Look, it's like that. And they put on its snout.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't believe this. Okay, well, this is
1: this is not just, like, a fake article in, like, one, like, news service. Like, it was all over the news. No, I believe they accused them of this. I don't believe it's actually true. No, only... I don't. I actually animals have been used like there's been like marine mammal programs in the military before and dolphins have been armed before so this isn't like totally out of the ordinary but what i struggle with here is how do you use a dolphin effectively it's not like the hamas are like in the ocean just like swimming around and the dolphins could come up and stab them like they're on land like i guess the best a dolphin could do is like get up close to the land and like sit and like Take pictures of stuff, but even is that really that effective either way? Like I'm, I'm struggling to understand how the dolphin could be used in an effective manner.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, like, yeah. How do you, how do you train, you train the dolphins to do what you want them to do?
1: Like you just like tell them to swim there. It, it doesn't make much sense if you think about it. Doesn't,
0: it doesn't. Right? Not even the tiny bit of
1: sense. Like in order for it to work, the dolphins would have to be really smart. Like they'd have to know where to go. But I just don't see it happening, honestly. Unless you can... Like, the only effective way I see it happening is if you can actually put, like, a missile on a dolphin.
0: No. And, like, all... uh, but, yes, yes. Like, how, but, but how do you make, how do you point the dolphin in the right direction? How do you make the dolphin do what you want it to do?
1: You don't. You just, like, tell the dolphin, go towards the coast, and, like, you can, like, control, like, the missile with, like, a remote control, and you just shoot it from the dolphin. Why don't you just like, just use a submarine, then?
0: Or use... Because if
1: you you use like a boat or like that, you're like going into like you're actually like bringing like a vessel into like someone else's territory. Oh,
0: so it'd be okay if you used dolphin to fire the missile, but if you use submarine to fire the missile, it wouldn't be okay. No,
1: but I'm just saying if you use a dolphin to to, to fire the missile, you're not really like entering someone else. It's like a dolphin. It's not like you're still
0: firing a missile at them.
1: Yes, but it's not like it's your ship or your, like submarine, so you can like go as it's your missile though. It's your. But you're not like. But you're also like you can go as close as you want to the shore. You're not like risking like losing your submarine or your ship.
0: Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. You know, like,
1: what if, like, Israel actually like armed, like, hundreds of dolphins with missiles and they just, like, start swimming around just, like, firing, like, missiles? Like, that'd be pretty cool.
0: I guess, I guess, but I I don't think it's feasible to make the dolphins do what you want them to do unless you have, like, mind control or something. Well, you don't
1: need to make the dolphins do what you want to do. You just have to, like, make them. Like, obviously, they're not going to, like...
0: Aim well, whether just the facing the wrong direction or if they're obviously, facing the wrong way. No,
1: like the the missile on top is like it like goes around in a circle and you can like aim it with like a remote control. Like obviously the dolphins not gonna aim the missile on the right spot. Yet that has to be like controlled by a remote. But like, you just have this to, to get like, the like dolphin. Way too much work. But you just like get the dolphin like close to the shore, like close enough where you could shoot the missile.
0: I don't know. It's just like also I feel like usually it's not. It's like torpedoes you would shoot under the water.
1: The dolphins right. come up.
0: They're like at the top. I guess torpedoes. So just use a plane then. But I don't know. It's just like a very – it's like an exceptionally stealthy and, like, under-the-radar so, way to so do it. So you would need – first of all, I don't know if missiles are waterproof. So you need a waterproof missile. You would need the dolphin to come up out of the water and have their back exposed to the air for a period of time. Well, maybe you could have, like, a life
1: happen. vest on the dolphin so, like, it just like, stays at the top. That wouldn't work, would it? No, because it, how, how would it swim? I'm just saying, there is a well. They're doing. Don't like tell me it's unreasonable. They're doing it already. They found a dolphin like nose like armed thing already. Yeah, so they not,
0: say they say they found a dolphin armed. They the dolphin showed it in the video. Thing.
1: They showed the thing that they found in the video.
0: Because they could have made it themselves.
1: Were they gonna make a dolphin snout missile thing themselves just to like I, show I it I off?
0: Am, I would. I would be so much quicker to believe that they made it themselves and made up the story than to believe that Israel is putting weapons on dolphins. And expecting dolphins with, like, sword noses to stab things in the ocean. I think it's
1: less that. I think it's more, like, right now, I think it's more, like, spying and, like, putting cameras on them and, like, mics on them.
0: I think it's more What's, of that right what now. Are they, what are they spying on? What's going on under the water off no. the coast that Hamas is doing?
1: I don't know. It's weird, right? It's, like, weird. If you, the more you think about it, like, the less believable it gets. But I'm just going to say that this was a big news story. It was all over the place that Israel is being accused and there's evidence that they have been using dolphins.
0: There's not evidence. There's not evidence. There's one. I don't know thing. a
1: Hamas leader like holding up like a bottle nose like. Forgive me for not believing a terrorist group. But what do they do? They just like made like a dolphin like piece for their nose like for fun. They're like here it is, guys. Like we're gonna accuse it, it, you of it. The,
0: the, the piece is like it's like a weapon, right? It's like a sword they found on the on the nose of the dolphin. It looks like that.
1: I think it has like a camera so, on it or something. Oh, so
0: what? What? Why would Israel put a sword on the nose of a dolphin? Why would they do that? I'm not sure it's a sword. It's just more like
1: a. Let's just assume it's not a sword. Let's assume it just has like a camera and a mic on it or something.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's 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 assume for a second that is true. That's what it is. What could Israel need video of in the middle of the ocean?
1: I think the point is that the dolphins like get close to shore, and like they can film stuff like. But they're still on shore. underwater.
0: What are they filming? They're filming the the other fish that are swimming around them. Does Hamas have their secret base under the ocean? I don't know. Maybe Hamas.
1: I don't know, Chris. I don't know why you're asking me this. I'm just, I'm just giving you a news segment. And the more questions you ask, the most unreasonable it gets. Yes, but you
0: to be media literate. This is media literacy. You're going okay, well, for fake news, right? Now.
1: I'll, okay. How about this? I'll do some more research into this after. Okay. Wait. I'm gonna look this up because I think this is a thing. I think, I think this is done because I've read stories before of people using dolphins in a military fashion.
0: I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. Know, I don't know about that. Okay, have
1: it, either way Start your next segment And I'll look up Yeah we can move on here
0: It's my next segment It's pretty short It's uh It kind of leads us into our NFL wild card predictions
1: Yo I told so, you Wait
0: That's not a real picture Look bro That's
1: <laughs> Okay that was a joke But this one's actually a real photo
0: I don't I think it is
1: yes it is it's a
0: military just text I can't just text me I can't see it on the screen
1: oh my god look he's carrying like a, oh this is sick look
0: look what he has in his mouth all right just send some pictures <laughs> to me I'll look at them okay and I'm gonna start my oh segment. God, this is
1: so hilarious. this will lead
0: us into our NFL talk so the Cardinals the Cardinals are playing the Rams in the first week of the playoffs wait are we doing NFL now no, my my segment is it's oh, NFL sorry. related The Cardinals are playing the Rams Okay, I'm sorry, quickly, quickly, in... quickly
1: This is evidence you can't say no to
0: Just for those of you who aren't watching this Which is everyone's <laughs> podcast for, the, for those of you listening to this Like everyone does This is, Sammy's holding up a picture of a dolphin Holding a machine gun in its flippers
1: <laughs> Yes, I am And tell me, that's not a sick photo and Look at this one. Oh my god Yes, yes.
0: And this 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 one is okay, uh, a dolphin just, holding ammunition around its neck and holding. Okay, okay. So, I'm just gonna say before we these
1: photos are obviously all jokes, but I think in the future there is a possibility we start using animals in like a military fashion. I'm just
0: gonna put that out there. Next segment, Let's move okay, on. I disagree, but either way, my story, real stories, is not just made up stuff. So last week the 49ers played the Rams. The Rams were up big in the first half. 49ers ended up coming back, securing their playoff spot. After the game, Matt Stafford blamed the Rams' collapse on the tough environment 49ers fans created in the stadium. Unfortunately, the game was played in LA. It was the Rams, it was a home game for the Rams. So that's not ideal when the away fans create an environment that's too hard for you to play in. So that was unfortunate. And now Matt Stafford's wife on her podcast, I'm not saying names, it's a, it's a competitor, so I don't want to, no free ads. But on her podcast, Matt Stafford's wife is now begging Rams fans not to sell their tickets to Cardinals fans. So they are so concerned about a lack of actual Rams fans at this playoff game, this playoff game that the quarterback's wife is begging for fans not to sell their tickets to people from Arizona. So this is pretty sad. Obviously, you would never see Patriots fans not being in the vast majority at their home playoff games. They're playing in Buffalo. I'm sure there are a lot of Patriots fans at that game as well because they travel really well because they actually care about their teams. I am say sure the vast majority just off the top of the head, right? The Steelers, the Packers... Lots of other teams like that. Like those fans travel very well because they, they care about their squads. Clearly, all the people in L.A. don't care about their team, which I think speaks about the state of the city of L.A. Obviously, inferior to New York, and I, I enjoy seeing their sports teams fail, especially like the Lakers because they—they're my least favorite team. Yeah, you
1: got it right now. The LA teams are definitely failing compared to New York teams. Well, the Giants and Jets are really no. Nah, I'm carrying the so pride. So even in New York. honestly,
0: like as a Boston fan, I love seeing both cities fail. I love it when both cities have bad sports teams. So I'm actually in a great spot right now because the sports teams in New York suck, and the sports teams in LA also kind of suck. Can
1: I offer? Can I put some put some advice? Yeah, go ahead. Now, think about it this way. I think maybe it's better if the Rams fans sell all their tickets to Cardinals fans for their hopes of winning, because hear me out. The Cardinals have proven to be a much better away team. The Cardinals lost five home games in a row. The Cardinals have lost five home games in a row, and they keep winning all their away games. So for some reason, the Cardinals always win when they're away and always lose when they're at home. So maybe, just maybe, if there's more Cardinals fans in the stadium— then the Cardinals will lose
0: because they can't seem to win when they have the home advantage. That's actually a, a very good idea, Sam. I didn't think of that. But it may, it makes sense, yeah. right? If there are more Cardinals fans, they could trick the Cardinals into thinking they're playing a home game. And then they'll be bad because they're at home, even though they're not really at Wait, home. But just like, this isn't a joke,
1: but like why would Rams fans sell their tickets to Cardinals
0: fans? I don't get it. Because usually the teams try and sell tickets to people from the area for playoff games because they don't want... Like people, so they're
1: reselling tickets. So they're reselling tickets, and they're asking them not to resell them to Cardinals fans. Yeah, exactly. I think this is a bad situation because L.A. is pretty close to Phoenix, so it's a drive. So I feel like a lot of a lot of Cardinals fans will drive to L.A.
0: Yeah, but it, it's the playoffs, right? So you'd expect there to be a lot of Rams fans who would go to this game. The issue just is that obviously there was no football teams in L.A. for a long time. And then in two years, two teams joined, the Chargers and the Rams, kind of out of nowhere. And people just don't care about them. Well, they no should... one wanted teams there. People just don't care about the Rams or Chargers. Well, Maybe they, they, should, sell t- maybe the they should
1: sell tickets to people from St. Louis, then they'll come. It's a long drive. It's a long drive from St. Louis. What's a fly? I mean, the same. St- I bet you there's a lot more Rams fans in St. Louis
0: than in L.A. right now. But I think that the people in St. Louis are mad at the Rams for leaving. So I don't think they're going to... I bet you they, they, they still support the them, games. I think,
1: though.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they'd give them their money. Fair enough.
1: That's it's interesting. We'll see. We'll watch the game. We'll see how many we'll see the fan fan base of that game.
0: Yeah, so that that's my story, it's the final story, of best of the internet, right, Sammy? You have any more?
1: Yes, that we're done. Uh moving on to NFL after this, correct?
0: Yep, absolutely. So quick break, we're right back. Welcome back everyone to the NFL section of Mind of the Gap. We're going to go through each game and give our picks. Hope we don't all have the same picks as each other. That would be unfortunate but why don't we just jump right in Sammy how about we start with the Buccaneers Eagles game who do you have all in right, that ladies
1: one? and gentlemen we're here uh this is the one thing I've been destroying Chris at so let's hope the trend continues this week we're each taking six games this week since there's six playoff games we're gonna take all the games and let's hope the trend continues here in my favor uh it's an interesting week of football. I was looking at the lines. There's nothing I really love. I'm going to be honest. There's nothing I really love, but we have to take every game, so we have to take something for each game. Uh, let's start off with the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. I'm going to take Philadelphia plus 8.5 here. This is great. I'm taking the Bucks 8. Perfect. Uh, I think the Bucs will win this game. It's the playoffs, though. So every team will be fighting hard. And if you remember, when these two teams played each other... In week six, I was, it believes on Thursday night, the Bucks beat the Eagles, but by six points or so only. And back then in week six, a lot, of, a lot of stuff has changed since then. The Buccaneers lost Antonio Brown. They lost Chris Godwin. And the Eagles' rushing game became very explosive later on in the season. So in week six, the rushing game wasn't even that good. It's much better now than it was back then. So I think taking those things into account, is there a chance the Buccaneers win this game by 30 points? Yes, there is, but I do think the Eagles run the ball a lot and put up a fighting chance here, and I think the final score prediction, 31-26. to
0: Yeah, so my thoughts on this one are pretty straightforward. Um, Tom Brady's the GOAT, and I don't see him losing to the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs. Furthermore, if you look back at the Eagles' schedule this season, They have not beaten the playoff team, Sammy. All of their nine wins have come against non-playoff teams. They beat the Falcons, the Panthers, the Lions, the Broncos, the Saints, the Jets, the Giants, and the football team twice. And they lost 51-26 last week to the Cowboys. I think that they're a classic good-bad team where they beat the bad teams, they lose to the good teams, and I I just don't see them hanging around with the Bucs this week.
1: I don't know. Week six, the score is twenty-eight to twenty-two. That was the score of that game. I think those games you.
0: are weird, and I, I just I think it's, I think it's hard to draw conclusions from them.
1: I agree with you. I think the Bucks will win this game, but my prediction is it takes a Buccaneers end-of-game drive to beat the Eagles in this game.
0: Yeah, I just I mean the Buccaneers or the Eagles have not beaten a good team all year. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, right I know. I else.
1: can't I can't argue with that. I can't really argue with you on this one. I, I agree. There's a chance the Buccaneers win this by lots but I just like the Eagles in this. I think they lose. I think they keep it within, like, eight, and I think they lose, but they they don't embarrass themselves, and that's okay. all I have to say about that.
0: That's fair. All right. Uh, how about the Chief Steelers, Sammy? Chief Steelers. I'm going
1: to take the Steelers in this one, too. 12.5 is a lot of points here. It's a lot of points, 12.5. Big Ben's maybe last game. The Steelers know they're the worst team in the playoffs. They know they're the underdogs here. I think they're going to fight. They're going to keep it close. I think they lose by 10. Uh, I think they cover 12.5. I know they're not a great team, but the Chiefs have been shaky this year. They've had some bad moments. So I think the Steelers will keep this game close. And again, it's one of those things where that even if Pittsburgh's like kind of being blown out and they're down by like 20 or 19 points in the fourth quarter, they score a touchdown in the last few minutes and they cover the spread even though they lose bad, right? Uh, I don't think they win this game, not at all, but I do think they're going to fight and keep it a little closer than the spread says.
0: Let me take you back, Sammy, to approximately three weeks ago. Yeah. When the Steelers and back. Chiefs played the first time. I know. The Chiefs win that game 36 to 10. Yep. The Steelers scoring a touchdown with two minutes left in garbage time, already down by 30 points. So I think from our past knowledge of this these teams, we know one is far better than the other. I also think that it's a lot of points, but it's also it's two touchdowns, so not really that many points if you really think about it. Given how different these two teams are, I think what it comes down to for me is Patrick Mahomes versus the shell of Ben Roethlisberger. I have no faith in Big Ben to do anything this game. The Steelers can't run the ball, even though Najee Harris you would think would be a good running back, but he has not had a lot of success this year. The Chiefs are rounding into form. I just I think there's no way, and even like I, I don't I don't love betting on teams that are this heavy favorites, but I just I see no scenario in which this game is close. All right, let me, and and if the Steelers are down by by 17, and then score garbage on touchdown to make it 10 points, then I'll take my loss and be like I still made the right pick because. I wouldn't have wanted to bet on the Steelers no, this game. No, that
1: would be the wrong pick if you lose. No, no, uh, no. Just...
0: Obviously, I, w- I wouldn't win the bet. But in my mind, I'd be like, okay, I still made the right pick here because I was right about the game and scored garbage on touchdown. That sucks for me. It's a bad beat, but we, we live. It happens. We move on.
1: I just think the Steelers know they're underdogs. I think the Chiefs are a little too cocky. Like, I was watching, like, a news segment where a guy was talking and he was like, the Chiefs should consider resting their starters at halftime. or Like, it's, like, even better than a bye week for the Chiefs. Like, really roasting the Steelers. I think the Steelers know they're underdogs here, and I don't know. I think they're going to come in with that mentality. The Chiefs might be a little cocky over their heads, and you look at the last games from the Steelers. They beat the Ravens. They beat the Browns. They, they beat, beat the Ravens Titans in
0: overtime. They beat. The, they, didn't they beat the
1: Browns like barely too? No, by twelve points. They beat the Titans, who are the number one seed in the AFC. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. I'm just saying I think they'll keep it close. Right? It's not that crazy.
0: I, I, I think they I, lose by I, ten I points, and happened. I win this
1: bet. I don't Fine, see whatever happened. we. All right, two picks so far. We both disagreed on them. Good start.
0: Yeah, it's good. Okay, next game, Sammy. Let's do Bengals versus Raiders. Give me your pick for this one first. Uh, I'm going I, – I flip-flopped a little bit here. I'm going to go Bengals minus 5.5. I'm taking Raiders plus 5.5. Damn, really? Okay, this is good. I, so initially I was leaning towards the Raiders for all the reasons I said last week before the game. You know, I think underdog, nobody believes in us kind of mentality with that one. However, ultimately I just couldn't get past how well Joe Burrow's been playing recently, especially given that he got a little dinged up against the Chiefs three weeks ago. So he's had he took he didn't play last week, had some time off. They rest a lot of their starters last week. They have an ex, they have additional time to rest up here. And this game is on Saturday, I believe. I believe I'm right about that. The Raiders played Sunday night. So they're playing their next game is five and a half days later. I, I think that there was such an emotional high after they beat the Chargers to get into the playoffs. Yeah, the Raiders Bengals game is four thirty Saturday, so they're playing five and a half days later. I think that the Chargers game was such an emotional high for them. They finally made the playoffs. They're pulling for their guy Rich Bisaccia, the interim head coach who probably will get the full time job now. And I don't know. I just see them coming back down to earth this week. And I don't I don't love the pick. I, I, it's a tough game, but ultimately angles at home they've had extra time off the joe burrow jamar chase connection is better than ever and uh i see him win in this game
1: as a wise man once said i think the ghost of john madden will carry the raiders yeah maybe Raider.
0: maybe It'd uh be a fun story if they did
1: I don't know. just a, like I just look at this game. I'm like, it's the Bengals. Like, it's the playoffs. You know, the Bengals are going to lose in the playoffs. Bengals haven't won since 1990 in the playoffs. Just you look at them. You're like, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Like,
0: there's no way they win a playoff game. Yeah, right? my my one thing this. is that I do feel like this is the first year the Bengals have been good in so long that this could just be like one year too early. You know what I mean? Like, where next year they're actually be competing for the. Late in the late in the playoffs, but this is like kind of their first experience with it, and they're not going to be successful.
1: I just like have like flashes in my head of like Joe Burrow like throwing three picks and like Josh Jacobs running for like 150 yards and just the Raiders just strangling them to death. And I don't know. Give me that plus the five and a half points. Yeah, I think the Raiders win this game. Actually, yeah, I don't feel
0: great about this pick. I'll be honest with you, I don't feel great. about Nor do
1: it. I. but The thing is, I don't feel good about this pick either. This is like a tough pick. This game. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, shall we move on to Patriots? At the Bills.
1: Well, I know we're gonna have different picks in this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I if I, like clear-eyed Christopher, I think the Bills are gonna win, but I just can't make myself pick against the Patriots in the playoffs. So I'll be taking the Patriots plus four and a half.
1: Mac Jones is gonna just throw up a piece of shit this game. He's gonna be terrible in Buffalo. Buffalo's gonna win by eighteen points, seventeen points.
0: The the one thing that I. The one thing that I would say to counter that is that this game is going to be absolutely freezing. It's going to be around—the average temperature is zero, zero. degrees Fahrenheit for this one. Very, very windy. So I think this is going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be not very high scoring at all. And so I think that that helps me with the four and a half points, right, where it's not a lot of points I scored. Agree, yeah. There's not going to be that much opportunity to for the Bills to pull away. I also, I mean, obviously, it's not like a lot of times Patriots get the advantage in the cold weather because they play some warm weather team, who's not used to playing the cold. It's obviously Bills; they're used to the cold, and Mac Jones is from Florida, so he's probably not super used to the cold either. So yeah, like I don't love this pick just from an analytical standpoint, but I can't, I'm not gonna pick the, I can't pick the Bills in this game. So, I mean, all the hands are tied.
1: There's no way I'm taking the Patriots in this game. The Bills, I think, are gonna win this by more than ten.
0: Uh, yeah i, I, don't think know. I th- if I had to predict the score for this game I think it would be like 17 to 13 right like I don't think there's a lot of points in this game
1: see so yeah like 1713 you win this bet uh but Patriots. I think it'll Patriots win that one 17 13 uh, semi. I think bales will probably win this like 24 to 13 or something uh 14 uh I don't know I've said I've called Patriots fraud all year I think they still are are they a good team yeah they're a good team are they a good enough team no they're not. Bills, we know, and they play well. They're one of the best teams in the league, so uh, we'll see. We'll see, but I, there's no way that I think the Patriots win this game, and I'm pretty confident the Bills will cover
0: this red. Yeah, I mean, I didn't need a lot of like analysis for this one. I, I knew All right, I would We've We've done
1: four games, and we've had different picks in every game, so it'll be interesting. Let's see the—what's the next game?
0: Uh, 49ers, Cowboys. Give me your pick. No, you go first this time. No, you go first. You knew my pick last one. Fine, I'm taking the 49ers. Who are you taking in the Cards Rams game? Rams. Damn. Okay. Wow. This is crazy. We're all different. Okay.
1: We well, yeah. We took every single pick differently.
0: Yeah. Um, fantastic. This this probably isn't a great sign of our gambling skill that we're all different on all of these, but whatever. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> if we if we just hit Forty ers first, I'm taking 49ers plus three. At the I'm Cowboys. taking Niners plus three. Oh, you are.
1: I'm taking 49ers plus three. I said oh, okay.
0: 49ers. Should I just switch to make it? No, I don't want to.
1: No, 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 no. Take the pick you want. It, it's almost better for one. Of, we have one of the same pick. Yeah, okay.
0: So I guess this is our lock of the week here then. 49ers Fine. plus three at the we'll Cowboys. Lock in for... We'll it's lock this lock. one in. Joint lock. Ter- I love this
1: one. It's a terrible lock, by the way, just putting that out there.
0: For the Cowboys, I don't trust the coach. I don't tr- – like, the 49ers are so dynamic on offense. They have so many weapons. Debo Samuel is, like, the best athlete in the NFL. Like, combo running back wide receiver. I don't know I have the 49ers in this one. Let's be Dak's honest. been good cow- all year. Dax's been bad the whole year. Except for If we're last gonna be honest game.
1: here, if the Cowboys like play well, like they're gonna win this game and probably cover the spread. But just like the Cowboys ability to like perform like in a playoff game against like a dangerous Niners team, like I have my doubts. And if the Niners play how they did last week, I think they win this game.
0: I have no faith uh, in Mike McCarthy. No faith.
1: I just think Debo Samuel will have, like, 300 scrimmage yards, so, like, run for two, catch one, throw one. It'll just be a Niners fest. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have to play amazing. He just has to play, like, pretty good. Niners defense will step up, and I don't know. I just think the Cowboys will choke, and then everyone will make fun of them on social media, and then that'll be the end of the Cowboys season.
0: Yeah, I see that happening very, very clearly in my mind's eye. Perfect.
1: All right, that's our that's our lock of the week. It's a terrible yeah, lock of the week. That is what it but is. But I don't think any of the games this week are really locks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough week.
1: Yeah. Obviously, this is not really a, a great lock here, I don't think. But I don't know. None of these games are really that easy to pick. So, so far, we have four games different, one game the same. I guess that'll be our lock. And let's move on to the final game where we also have a different pick. Tell me why you think the Cardinals are gonna cover this.
0: I, I don't, honestly. I mean hey, last week no. I said the Cardinals were terrible and I wasn't gonna bet on them, but I just like I don't I don't I don't even know why I'm doing this really. I just I think the Rams have not been great. I think Matt Stafford is kind of falling apart. Like you said, the Cardinals seem like they're better on the road than at home. So that almost works in my favor here. The Rams can't run the ball, which obviously is an issue. Why not? They have a good running back. Who, who? Daryl Henderson. He's not. He has not been good. First of all, he towards Achilles. Is anyone who towards Achilles like nine months ago? That's Cam Akers. He's back. Okay. So first of all, I don't trust him because his Achilles is still certainly healing, and the, they just can't run the ball. They haven't been. They haven't been able to run the ball the entire year. So I don't think that that going to be a factor as much. Also, they like you see how they signed Eric Weddle, the Rams. Yeah people were acting like that's such a good story actually kind of is a good story like coming out of retirement he is 37 years old and he's replacing jordan fuller who was a starting safety and was kind of like the quarterback of their defense he had the headset in his helmet he was the one talking to the other players talking about the coverages all that stuff so losing him is a big blow and i don't know i've a gut feeling courts cardinals here
1: by the way in case you're curious uh Eric Weddle was in retirement, and the, Raheem Morris, who I think is one of the heads of the Rams, called him on the phone, and he wanted to sign him, and in order to, like usually when you sign somebody, you ask a lot of questions, do an interview, but he asked him one question, he asked him, are you fat and out of shape, Weddle replied no, and then Morris said, okay, you're signed,
0: that yeah, was I a mean, conversation, he was on the team for a while, so I assume he knows some of the, like, he still knows their stuff, but I feel like he's... Yeah. A thirty-seven-year-old dad wasn't played in two years, so I don't really know how much he's gonna contribute.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that, he's a he's a good player. That's all we know. He used to be a good uh, I'm just gonna say I think Rams go to the Super Bowl this year. Really? I really? do. Uh this is the NFC, right? Well, oh, I yeah. think they play the. Wait, let me think about this logically. I think the Rams play the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. I think the I don't know. That's why I just think the Cardinals are gonna just flake here. I don't think they're that good. I watched the Rams game last week. The energy on the sideline is very high. They're a very energetic team. Even though they lost, there's a lot of energy, and there's a big desire to win there. Stafford wants this pretty badly, I think, so I think they win this game by a good margin here. I think four points they cover pretty easily.
0: You know what? I'm going to switch. No, stop. It's a legacy game for Matt Stafford. I think i got to switch here. (laughs) Fine, you'll switch. Rams minus four. All right, so
1: we'll take two picks. We'll take the Rams and Niners, both of us. Makes
0: sense. Also, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you here, Sammy. I'm looking at the public money for this game, for these games. 80% on the 49ers, 20 on the Cowboys. Eighty? That's not a good sign for us. Okay, but I'm just gonna say that's not a uh, that's because everyone hates the Cowboys. Yeah, but when that many people are betting on one team, like that's very suspect. Alright, well I'm not changing you wanna change it? Go ahead, change it. Yeah, I'm gonna change it. I'll change that one too. Yeah, you-
1: you're changing it, really?
0: Yeah. So now I'm now I'm Cowboys minus three. Fine,
1: deal. All right. So Actually, not take it. No, no,
0: no, no. I'm saying I'm saying my pick. So can we, we just stick with in. the Niners? Please? We locked it in. Can we stick with the Niners? We made our lock of the week. I'm not changing. I'm not changing.
1: Okay, I'm taking Bills minus four point five, Raiders plus five point five, Niners plus three, Rams minus four, Eagles plus eight point five, and Steelers plus twelve point five.
0: And I am taking the Bucks minus eight, Chiefs minus twelve and a half, Bengals minus. 5 whoa, 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 whoa! I like it. It's Bucks minus eight point five. Uh, it's not. I'm looking at the lines right now.
1: I'm taking Eagles minus eight, plus 8.5.
0: I'm on ESPN, okay?
1: I go by ESPN. I don't know what you're looking at.
0: We've used the same thing. I've
1: used ESPN every single week.
0: Here I have... Yeah, I have plus 8 for the Eagles, too. ESPN, Bucks minus 8.5. I'm not... Sammy, I'm the one who actually is in charge of keeping track of this stuff. I'm telling you it's Bucks minus 8, Eagles minus Eagles plus 8.
1: Fine. You take Bucks minus eight. I'm taking the Eagles
0: plus 8.5. You're not. You're not. You're so annoying. So, with that being said, my picks are Bucks minus eight, Chiefs minus 12.5, Bengals minus 5.5, Pats plus 4.5, 49ers plus three, Rams minus four. And those are our wild card weekend NFL playoff picks. Any final um, words, yep. Sammy?
1: Uh I don't know. I don't know what to expect this week. I want to say I'm going to win all of them, but it's it's a tough week for picks. A lot of these games it's just who knows what's going to happen. Like the Eagles Bucks game, who knows. Steelers Chiefs game, who knows how much the Chiefs will win by. I don't know. I just the Cowboys, my favorite games of the week. The Eagles Bucks game and Steelers Chiefs game, I don't think they're that good of games. I think the Rams, Niners, Bills and Raiders game will be very good games to watch I'm excited to sit down on my couch for 20 hours this weekend and watch football.
0: It's good. They, they split them up, though, so it's, it's two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday. It's, like, perfect. That means it's, yeah. like, a
1: perfect excuse to watch, like, 100 hours
0: of football. It's just totally – it's perfectly spread out. Yeah, it's awesome. Beautiful. Now I can just sit on the couch all weekend and eat sunflower seeds
1: and just watch football.
0: Yeah. All right, Sammy. Good episode, buddy. Mm-hmm. Well done. We Thank will you. be back on probably Tuesday to do a recap of this week of the playoffs as well as our latest episode of Ranking. We'll thought of a good name for that by then, Sammy, right? Uh, probably not. Yeah, probably not, I'll be honest. All right. Good episode, everyone. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye-bye. Have a nice week. Yes, have a nice weekend. <laughs>